to raw take the lifeline to your unfiltered media experience i'm archie the kid and gian thomas is not here with us right now uh, but listen before i get started be sure to like comment and subscribe uh if you haven't already and also share the video uh with your friends with you know colleagues or whatever uh so you can be a part of this movement and this growth and we really do appreciate everyone for watching the videos and supporting us the way you do so with all that being said, let's just jump right in. So today was the um, sentencing for Derek Chauvin. Um, we had been waiting for the sentencing uh, of Derek Chauvin since the conviction. And today was that day. And for some, it was a great triumphant day. For others, it was a day of disappointment. As for me, I'm more in that others category. Um, I do believe that justice was served, but I don't believe that it was served to the fullest. Uh, as the crime itself was committed to the fullest. Um, so I know this is like during the whole uh, sentencing uh, trial or whatever. Um, they had Derek Chauvin's mom speak on his behalf. And she seemed to have been pleading, um, seeking some kind of mercy or, you know, saying stuff like he's never been in trouble. Yeah, right. What that really means translated is he's never gotten caught for doing the, the bad deeds that he's done as a police officer. And because just because you've never been in trouble doesn't mean you haven't uh, done things that uh, that was considered to be troublesome things or bad or evil things. Uh, just been good at not getting caught. And sometimes when you get used to not getting caught for, uh, for doing something that you know is wrong after so much time, you you can get to the point where you feel like you can't get caught. Like, you, you're above getting caught. Well, if you get to the point where you feel like that, that catches up with you. Trust me, it does. And for Derek Chauvin, they caught up with him. He got convicted for murder, and today he got sentenced. Now, um, here's my thing. Here's my issue. And the reason why I'm on that other, uh, on the others category is because, like I said, justice was served, but not to the fullest. Now, this man committed a crime which, which uh, consisted of taking a man's life. And it's not just to point out, you know, the fact that George Floyd was a black man, but just to point out the fact that he took someone's life someone that was innocent, someone that was incapacitated, that wasn't putting up a fight, you took this man's life, and it was a senseless murder. It wasn't self-defense, none of that. It was murder. And it was also committed in front of other people, including other colleagues, that no one stepped in to stop it. And of course, the civilians couldn't step in to stop it because 
They don't want to get, if you didn't care about murdering someone in front of me, you're not going to care about murdering me either. So, you know, that is, it just is what it is. So, um, he took this man's life. He took a life from this world, from that, from his family, from his, his, uh, his children, whatever. He took a man's life and his sentence equaled up to 22, 22 and a half years of imprisonment. 22 and a half years. I know people that has done way less a crime that has got twice as much as that. And if you if you do a crime, if you rob somebody, you get 20 years for aggravated, for aggravated robber, or armed robbery, I mean. You get 20 years for that or whatever. That's more justifiable. That, that that is a justifiable uh, sentence for the crime. If you take someone's life, you get the same amount of time as that. How is that justified? How is justice being fully served? It's absolutely not. Like I said, I know someone that has committed crime way less than that and got twice as many years as that and um, how does that how does it fit I think if you I think the time needs to fit the crime and in this case the time does not fit the crime you see while Derek Chauvin gets to get locked up and he still keeps his life he can call his family they can come visit him on the flip side George Floyd cannot call his family they cannot come visit him. So how is that a justifiable sentence for taking someone's life, taking someone away from their loved ones, from their community? I think that Derek Chauvin was making a statement with the way that he took George Floyd's life because while he was kneeling on his neck, he was looking at the crowd that was looking at him. And to me, that's a that's a gesture of making a statement. And what kind of statement is being made today with a 22 and a half year sentence for killing someone, senselessly killing someone? What kind of statement is our justice system making to us, to the world? What kind of statement does that make to the police officers that's supposed to protect and serve us that instead some of them that are bad seeds decide to taunt and kill us and I think that as far as Derek Chauvin he didn't he didn't just on the day of killing George Floyd he didn't become a bad guy that day come on he was already a bad guy so why should he get the lighter of a sentence than someone that has that's a child molester? Why should he get a lighter sentence? I know someone that that has done that that got more time than that. So what I'm saying here is, are we supposed to be satisfied with that? Is that how justice is supposed to look to us? Is that it? I mean, come on. There has to be more. There has to be. Because 
sent this sentence right here made this it set the tone it, it's supposed to have set the tone but this sentence made the made the statement for for George Floyd's death Breonna Taylor you know and, and others after them and even before them but what did this statement say that hey if our law officer kill you or kill your loved one then this is what they can expect you know, this is the best it gets. Why couldn't he get the death penalty? He killed someone, then why can't he get the death penalty for that? The average Joe would have gotten the death penalty for it. What makes him different? Is it because he's a cop? A crime is a crime. A crime is a crime. If you're a police officer and you commit a crime, your punishment should be the same as if you're a civilian and commit that same crime. Not separated, not different, not being partial with it. Justice supposed to be for all. Not for all unless, but for all. And today I just don't feel like that's what it is. I don't feel like that's what it is at all. I feel like it's, it's a lot of partiality going on because he's a cop, or ex-cop, should I say. And the only reason I think that it went down this way is because he was in a position where he could not get away with it because it couldn't be denied. Why? Because of some brave young woman that filmed the whole thing. She recorded it. It got out there to the public. And the thing is, you know, some cops have to go ahead and go down for what they've done just to keep the general population happy. And even that's sad because I think that if, no matter who, if you're a cop or not, if you do the crime, you need to be held accountable. And it needs to be shown not only to you, uh, to us, but to uh, your, your colleagues, to other police officers, that when at the end of the day, like my grandmother used to say, your foot doesn't feel a limb. <laughs> I never really knew what that mean, but... I, I think I got partially the concept of that is that you know better. There's no partiality. The law doesn't decide uh, who uh, who it can work for or who it works against. It's supposed to be for all. For all that is right and against all that is wrong, no matter what your position is. So, with that being said, the 22 and a half years is just not enough. And if anybody thinks that that's enough, that just, justice was served to the fullest with that, you're wrong because that is not the case. Because as I said, there's people who've done way less crime that's got more time than that. And because this man is a former police officer, he gets punishment. Like, like he goes into punishment and he gets a, a, a time out. George Floyd don't get a time out. His, his life is over. His family, not, they're not getting a time out from him. But, Shelvin, your, your, your family, you're getting a time out. Your family can see you. And they don't have to wait for 22 and a half years. They can see you when you while you're locked up. So, how, is, how does that balance? You know, how does that balance out? We're saying, okay, this, this right here is this. This is a good enough punishment for this guy. This is exactly what he deserves. 
when he deserves so much more. We need a stronger and better justice system. Don't get it twisted. It does not work in your favor, especially when you are a minority. It does not work in your favor. It never has. And if we don't implement change in it, it never will. That is one of the reasons why on our show you hear the term defund the police quite often. And don't get it twisted. That, Like we said in the previous shows, that doesn't mean we want to take money from the police department. But what it means is that we want to reallocate that money to necessary areas that it needs to be uh, reallocated to. Instead of buying more weapons, to do what? Fight against the citizens? What are you planning to go at war with the citizens? When you, the ones you're supposed to serve and protect? What, what, what is the reason for purchasing all of this military-grade weaponry? When you need training on how to de-escalate, how to properly de-escalate certain situations without shooting first. I understand in some some cases that, yeah, it's necessary to shoot, but that should never be the first resort. I hear people talk all the time about, well, cops are trained to kill. They're not trained to, to de-escalate the situation. Well, maybe they should not be just trained to kill. That should be a last resort. Unless it's absolutely necessary as a first resort, it should definitely be a last resort. Why are they not taught how to go out and de-escalate the situation? Why are they taught to go out guns a-blazing? And then why why is it that they don't go out guns a-blazing against every every um, race and culture? Why why is only seem to be focused on the minorities? I mean, come on, what are we really talking about? What are we really doing? This is why it is important. The police need better screening. Why is it why is it that there's police, people becoming police officers that's mentally unstable? Are they able to hide this kind of stuff that well? Of course not. They're just not being properly screened. If if they're being screened at all. Because it seems like the only thing that, that uh, the, screen, the screening that happens is, are you capable of killing someone? Now you have cops making, uh, making decisions to shoot first and then making lame excuses for doing it. Like mistaking a gun for a taser. How... That's, GM would say, that's asinine. Because it is. It's unnecessary, it's uncalled for, and this is supposed to be a professional group of people trained to serve and protect the community. But instead, it seems that they're trained to fight against certain communities. And I, yep, I said it. Because this this doesn't happen against the majority, only the minority. And this is a pattern that the minority needs to push hard, very hard to address 
so that we can change this pattern. So that these same law officers can also work for us. So that they can also serve and protect us. Not themselves, not not the, the majority, but everybody. And then this sentencing, this sentencing right here, it should be, the sentence should always be in a way, especially for a police officer, because I feel like if you're a police officer and you commit a stupid, senseless crime on purpose, your punishment should actually be greater because you know better more than anybody else. That's just the way it is. It's just like if you're in the ministry. How the Bible says, if you are a minister, your punishment for doing wrong will be greater than those, than everybody else's because of the fact that you know better. So, 22 and a half year sentence for killing someone, murdering someone, is not nearly great enough. But it's what we got. That's because that's where we are. That's what we have to deal with. That's what we have to live with. And if we want to see change, if we want to see justice being served, if we want good police officers like some of them are, if we want to get if, if at least 99% officers being actual good people, good officers, then we have got to make a stand. We have got to make a stand. We have got to move. We have got to let our voices be heard. We have got to take action. And I don't mean physical action against the police department because I don't promote violence. But what I mean is get up and do something. Get connected to the right sources. Create the sources if need be. And Let's work. To, let's work. Let's strengthen this justice system we have, because that's what, that's what's needed. We can't have people commit a crime like murdering someone, a police officer at that murdering someone, and just kind of getting put into punishment, and that and that's it. Get out, and everything is honky dory. No, we can't have that. And then I, I, I'm pretty sure that they, that Derek Chauvin is not going to be put in general population in, in jail. So he won't have to worry about facing people that he's put in there because they don't put cops in general population. So and, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm saying that, hey, they should put him in general population so somebody can just take him out. I'm not saying that at all because that's, that's you know, that's that's promoting violence, and I'm not saying that. Um, but what I am saying is, um, from the from the start of it, he should have just gotten a, a better, more justifiable sentence that fitted that fit the crime that he committed. And that's all I'm saying. So, with all that being said, I definitely want to hear what you guys think about this sentencing. I want to hear what you guys think about what I've said. 
And I still, you know, no matter what, I stand behind what I said because that's how I feel. Um, you know, so if anyone doesn't like how I feel, that's not my problem. Everyone's entitled to feel how they want to feel about it. Um, so that's why I said I want to hear what you guys feel about this whole thing and uh, what do you think? How, what do you think they should have happened? Are you are you satisfied with the sentence, or do you agree that the sentence was kind of light? Do you feel like justice was served to the fullest, or do you feel like I feel like it wasn't served to the fullest? Do you believe that uh, programs screening should be implemented into the police uh, training and hiring process? Um, and how they handle situations? Or do you think that everything is good the way it is? Let me know. Let us know what you think. Where's your mind at? And, you know, where's your heart at in this whole situation? What do you feel? That's what I want to know. So hit, hit us in the comments. You know, be sure to like the video. If you don't like the video, click don't like. Either way. Uh, but if you do like the video, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, go ahead and subscribe. Because we're going to have a lot of content, you know, coming like this. So, go ahead and subscribe. And here's the other thing. Whether you agree or disagree with what I've said in this video. If you agree, then share the video. If you disagree, still share the video. Um, because it's a way that we can connect um, and hopefully bring something positive out of the whole situation at the end of the day. So with all that being said, that's the show for right now, guys. Uh, we will see you guys when we see you. Y'all stay up and y'all stay easy. Until next time.